Hello, colleagues. Hello, friends. And welcome to The Corporation, a podcast that's too fun to fail. I'm your host, Dean Ardenfeld, coming at you from quarantine in my basement studio apartment. Each week, I call up two employees of Hogswood Cooper Media, the worldwide conglomerate that owns everything from fashion brands to coal companies. Together, we'll learn about and celebrate the folks who work for the many subsidiaries of this remarkable company. As always, I'm required to state that I am not employed by Hogswood Cooper. But boy, am I a fan, and I think you're going to be too. So let's get into it, shall we? My first guest is the president and CEO of Hog Oil, one of the world's largest suppliers of palm oil to hundreds of companies across the globe. The delicious, refined product that Hog Oil creates is ubiquitous, and the business saw record profits last year. In his spare time, he enjoys making homemade dog biscuits. Please welcome Marty Krunkel. Hello. Hi. Hi, Marty. Thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. I'm so happy to get this uh, opportunity to talk to you. I'm, I'm sure. And now I want a, a little point of clarification right up top here. Now, hog oil refers to Hogswood Cooper. So it's it's not hog oil, right? It's it's palm oil. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thanks for clarifying that. Uh, it's absolutely palm oil. Great. And uh, and I mean, palm oil, surprisingly, is like it's in and on almost everything. I mean, it's got it's in pizza, chocolate bars, detergent, cosmetics, even diesel fuel. So, so that's impressive, right? It must be exciting. Oh. It's so exciting. I mean, I love to rub it on myself. <laughs> I'm kidding. Know? I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. Um, I okay. think it's a product that is very, very versatile and used, and used in so many products. And it's 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 a it's a product that connects all products. You know what I'm saying? A product that connects all products. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. It's like a, it's the common denominator certainly in a lot of products that we use every day. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so walk me walk me through let's, what's needed to grow. I know it, it requires a lot of land to grow a plot of palm trees on a large scale like this, right? You basically take a rainforest, and then what what happens? Well, we look at we take the rainforest right mm. as it is, and we see potential for future production. So we clear away the rainforest, okay, we clear sure. it away. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we have room for growth. So yeah, so you so you basically um, you you have a sort of controlled burn of a part of the rainforest, and then you reallocate that land to be more productive and grow only palm trees, right? Exactly, exactly. Mm. Uh, through the fire and destruction comes new life, and with that mm. new life comes production and products. You can't have that product that ties all the products together without that first seed, you know. The seed being the devastating fire that you set. The devastating fire right, right. Uh, wipes out everything. Absolutely yeah. everything. Clean slate. But I mean, <laughs> the way you're describing it, it's more like a, a phoenix rising from the ashes, right? <gasps> oh, absolutely. I mean, who wants a rainforest as is anyway, right? That's the past. That's the past story of this plot of land. Right. Now is the new time. Mm, it's so you are more focused on what the future potential of of this land would be as opposed to the thousands of years it's spent just being a rainforest. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, wouldn't you be bored after a thousand years of just doing the same thing? <laughs> I sure would. I sure would. Um, and so and so you you have to burn down whole swaths of the jungle. Uh, and, and, you know, it, it has been suggested that this is a bad thing, of course. You know, it, it releases carbon into the air. Uh, you've had to displace indigenous people in order to do it. Um, you know, what's your response to that? It's uh, it's progress is sometimes, you know, has uh, requires some sacrifice, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we um, take all the factors into consideration. <laughs> we absolutely do. And through uh, analyzing those factors and seeing the many variables, we really did find that it was beneficial 
to uh, devastate what was actually going on at the moment and mm. to recreate something new. That was right. through the analysis, through through the very right, thoughtful right. analysis. And I know you are putting a lot of thought into this, but um, but you know there are there are those who say that when you displace you know entire villages full of people mm. and mm. then you burn all of the land that they used to live on, and then that land then becomes um, you know they they it's been reported that you know it causes more flooding and landslides because you've you know torched the entire rainforest, and uh-huh. then of course your you know disease and uh, right. death and all that. I mean, there's got to be uh, uh, you got to you got to see the other side of it, right? Which is um, you can put this palm oil in so many fun things. <laughs> so many fun things. And I think that that's yeah. what we really need to focus on here. Sure, yeah. Because um, absolutely, there are some downsides to what to what we do. But I mean, I just cut my hair recently. It doesn't look great. I mean, there yeah. are downsides to everything, right, you know. Right. Um, but you really have to think about that uh, versatility of the products and what what it's mm-hmm. going into, right? The people right. that it's going to help, right? right? Right, right, right. So if we're talking about, you know, 50 people in a jungle somewhere that we haven't ever met, uh, that's a lot different than being able to affect people in a positive way every day around the world, millions and millions of people, right? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, and <laughs> like, like you said, uh, I haven't met them. <laughs> so, right. so who am I to say that they're not happy with this situation? You know? Sure. Yeah. I mean, and we're seeing a lot of that sort of thing right now. It's sort of uh, the many and the few. You know, we sometimes yeah. we have to sacrifice a few a few lives for the ability to go out and get our haircuts and our tattoos and our exactly. It's you know, so important. Games and all of that, right? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. We mm-hmm. absolutely have to. Sure. Sure. So I want to I want to talk a little about you and how you got into this. Now you you um, you basically worked your way up the corporate ladder and now you're the president of this company. And uh, what what's uh, uh, what's your story? What where'd you come from, Marty? Well, just as the company clears the forest, I kind of took that approach to how I climbed up the company. I made friends. And then I cleared them out of the way to make way for my glory, my future. Wow. wow. And yeah. so when you, when you say cleared them out of the way, presumably you didn't set them on fire. What happened to <laughs> clear them out of your life so that you could make room for new growth? Well, actually, it was kind of like starting a fire. What I would do is I would, um, I would start rumors right in the office about Mm. the people that were in my way Mm. um and by doing that it ruined their lives and allowed me to move forward you know wearing very shiny shoes is that is that a part of it i why shiny shoes oh you you must look the part you must look the part if you're going to ruin someone's life you you got to give them uh at least a nice catwalk presentation as you step over their body I see. I see. And I, mm. it's hard for me to tell whether you're being metaphorical or literal, but uh, are you are you like polishing those old, those tuxedo shoes up with some palm oil and stepping over people literally? <laughs> Sometimes. Okay, sure. Yeah, it just depends on the scenario, I guess. But on, yeah, no, honestly, it happened one time and it's because they tripped out of their emotional situation because of what had happened. They, tri- they were emotional. They tripped. Mm. I got I got a little bit power hungry and I, I literally I stepped over them. But that's not something I want to do more of. I sure. Know, sure. Yeah, I, I imagine that's tough. Uh, <laughs> that's tough. Um, so you um, so you mostly do uh, you do business in, in Malaysia and Brazil and Indonesia um, and, uh, and what's crazy to me about it is like, we don't even know half the stuff that palm oil's in because we're not, you're not regulated or required by law to tell people that it's in there. So you can call it 
pretty much whatever you want, you, uh, vegetable oil and fats and things like that. Uh, and and do, some people consider that disingenuous. Is that is that something you, you think about? Well, um, look, it is something that's crossed my mind. And I, what I say to you is when you watch David Copperfield, hmm. do you feel that he's being disingenuous because he's not telling you all the secrets? Of course not. No, no. I love David Copperfield. Exactly. For that exactly. I, I don't want to know what's going on behind the scenes. That that would it, ruin the whole surprise. Exactly. So we're not going to tell you what it's in all the time. We want that excitement right. that maybe you're using a product and you think to yourself, "This is a really good product. I wonder if there's palm oil in there." And we right, want you to right. we want you to live that moment. <laughs> so it doesn't. The the reason you're doing it is not because there may be people out there who don't want palm oil for health reasons or ethical reasons in their product, and they want to ha- be able to boycott those products. That's not the reason you're changing the name. And that's not why we don't put it on the labels. It's not. Okay. We're having a bit of fun. We're just having a bit of you're fun. Just ha- you're just a little creative license. Exactly. You get sick of looking at the word palm over and over again. I guess it's four letters, Dean. Right, four right. letters. So simple. So simple. So, so simple. repetitive. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, I, you know, it's I, I, you clearly clearly have a passion for this product, and uh, and I'm wondering what what um, like what are some things that don't have palm oil in it that you would love to get it in? I mean, uh, presumably there's part of the market you haven't even tapped yet. <sighs> okay. Look, um, I would really love to get palm oil into Fimo. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Fimo. Fimo is a sculpy clay that uh, people use to make crafts, right? Sure, okay. Um, And to me, I grew up with Fimo, and it would mean so much to me if we could get that palm oil in that Fimo, you know? Palm oil and sculpy, I could see that going together, right? They fought us. They don't want... I didn't. I didn't want to bring this up. Some of the things that you were saying earlier. Yeah. Fimo believes those things. I see. I see. And so it's there would be some level of vengeance in getting your product into Fimo. I'm putting my shiny shoes on, Dean. That's what I'm. I'm I love. I love. I mean, you're a very optimistic person, clearly. But I do wonder. uh, Just in some of the things you've said so far, it does Uh make me wonder. um, You know, if I were the leader of an indigenous tribe, for instance, or right. a an environmental activist, uh, for mm. instance, what would happen if I got on the wrong side of Marty Crunkle? <laughs> uh, let me just take off my blazer for a second. Oh, you're re- legitimately going to take off your... I'm going to okay. take off my blazer because sure. I want to give you a hug. Oh. I, w- I would, I would, that's what I would give, I would give you as a tribe leader, a hug. I appreciate that you're hugging the screen for the video conference right now, but I all imagine no. what it must be like to be hugged by you, but I'm sure it's comforting. It's, 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 I would comfort that tribe leader. Have you, have you had a uh, opportunity to do that, to hug a literal tri- tribe leader in Malaysia uh, or something? No, they have not. I have not. They have, the, the company makes sure I don't have contact with them. I, I think, I think they think my heart might be affected, but I, I'm just imagining that if I was in that position. I, I mean, you are the top of the top. So I can't imagine what, uh, who, who's keeping you from going to those places, but you don't <laughs> go to those places at all? No. Well, you see, being at the top of the top means management of the top. You know, you need, sure. you need the little dancing fairies uh, around you. Uh, I don't know their names, but they keep me from things that might hurt me. I, you so know you're I'm, basically talking about your executive team then? 
Mm-hmm. I like okay. to see them as my fairies. I, as soon as you say executive, oh, business talk, Dean, business talk. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, I understand. It seems like you're, 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 you manage the company more from an emotional uh, and spiritual kind of f- a philosophy than a business one. Yeah. Even yeah, though, I, even though your profits are were record breaking last year, and and it does appear that your company is willing to do literally anything it takes to get as profitable as it possibly can. I don't think we would be able to do that if we didn't have the biggest hearts in the business. You know, right? Big hearts, big profits, huh? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, Dean. Yes. Wow. Uh, that's great. That's just uh, that's just great. Well, folks, my second guest today keeps our most precious resource college students safe every day. But before we get to that, let's pause and hear a quick word from our sponsor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The Corporation is brought to you by Vermont Comedy Club, currently offering online classes and live streaming Zoom entertainment like kids comedy shows at 1 p.m. on Wednesdays and Saturdays and Quarantine, the interactive game night on Thursdays at 7.30, as well as a late night inspired Instagram live show called Talk to Us, Please. So visit vtcomedy.com for all this fun stuff and stay safe out there. Now, back to the show. And we're back. We've been talking with Marty Krunkel from Hog Oil. And now I'm going to bring my second guest into the conversation, who works for a totally different subsidiary of Hogswood Cooper. He's the chief security officer at Northwestern Idaho University, where he's been contracted to keep over 4,000 students safe from harm. This dedicated safety officer whittles artisan flutes in his free time. Please welcome Dion Pertleton, everybody. Hello, Dion. Hello. How's it going? Thank you it's for great. being here. This thank you. I I just uh, thanks so much for having me, Dean. You, I just want to okay. let you know this this call is being recorded for security uh, uh, purposes. Oh, that's uh, that's funny because you're a security person. Uh, I record all my calls now, these days. I don't have a lot of uh, social calls outside of the the podcast, so this this is pretty much it. I, I record everything. Oh, else. I know, I I know that, Dean. Yeah. we we are we are fully aware of you. Okay, great. I don't know why you would be. I'm not a student at. Uh, at the university. But uh, so now you work for a private security firm, Safe Risk Security, which has been contracted to do security on the campus, right? You're not, you don't, you don't work for the school. You work, uh, you work for a company that works for the school. That's right. I'm the chief security officer at Safe Risk and we uh, do security for uh, all manner of uh, events and venues, including in this case, Northwestern Idaho University. But we also do um, concerts. We'll do concerts for some of the biggest names like Celine Dion. We've done that. We'll do everything, even uh, children's birthday parties. Wherever security is needed, you'll find safe risk there. And so you're not just on the campus. You're you're bouncing off of the campus too. So you're running campus security at a college, but you're also having to jump to children's birthday parties and stuff. Occasionally, yeah, we have to pop out, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. It's an interesting company. I mean, I looked at the website and there's uh, so many, so many great uh, qualified people on it. Uh, I don't understand why some of the, you know, some of the reviews and stuff online say that your firm is full of kind of wannabe cops who washed out of training school or like ex police <laughs> officers who got fired. That's where the experience is, right? Is 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 people who were formerly law enforcement? Dean, I don't really want to get into the fine uh, details of Yelp. But uh, let's just say that the bots are out, okay? Uh, sure. We yeah. only yeah. hire the top ex-military, ex-police, ex-security, right. uh, ex-substitute teachers that we find. Ex-substitutes too, wow. Yeah. Um, and, well, and They that, are. And you know what, me... Dean? You'd be surprised, mm. honestly. The substitute teachers uh, are very good at security. I mean, they have a lot of experience with uh, classroom management, and so 
Sure. They're a perfect fit. Yeah, that's that seems like they would be. Now, um, you know, it has been suggested that you're that um, running campus security, uh, you know, is basically kind of a peacekeeping job, and that having like, I mean, you've got a lot of like, you've got a lot of ar- armament, and like, you've got like almost a military grade level uh, of equipment that you're bringing onto a college campus to try to keep, you know, college kids from drinking and going out late. So, yeah, uh, absolutely, does, Dean. Does that ever come you know, into conflict? I've, I have taken honestly great pride in my ability to amass weaponry i have been putting in budget requests uh for every every month so far and i even uh have brought some elements of my own personal collection here to the campus uh just to ensure safety and security of all uh, stakeholders right right and i know that i mean it's easier now than ever to put in these requests and get these kind of military uh, level uh equipment um but are, are you? Do you really need it there at the campus? What kind of major security threats have you been facing? Well, I mean, I you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. Things have uh, have slowed down a little bit with mm-hmm. the isolation, but um, it was not uncommon uh, to see uh, flagrant abuse of the rules, flagrant plagiarism, wow. for example. And sometimes people will uh, try to swipe their meal cards twice. And what would be uh, your tactical? You know, what would be your tactical response to some, to someone plagiarizing or swiping their meal card twice? How would you handle that? Well, as you know, Dean, um, this call is being recorded, so I can't go into uh, particular tactical details. But I'll just give you a brief overview in a hypothetical situation. Yeah. For example, sure. if we had to, let's say, storm a lecture hall because a student was uh, plagiarizing an essay. Um, storm or, a lecture hall for one student. Yeah. Well, it's just a you know, it's a it's. Um, this is military language, which we tried. We were professionals, so we do use military yeah, language. Of course, yeah. And when, if we were to storm a lecture hall, uh, we would make sure, of course, that mm-hmm. we are protected uh, in every way. Yeah. So that means full uh, ballistic protective armor. Um, wow. And we would go in, honestly, I mean, we hope we don't have to use them. And um, they, would, they would make sure that that student was um, penalized appropriately, uh, which in this case means wow. uh, five, yeah. 5 to 10% off their, their essay. Okay. All right. That that's not where I thought that was ending, but um, but interesting. Uh, um, and I know that obviously your your campus has gotten much quieter now that uh, classes have been canceled and uh, the kids have been sent home and all that. So you're mostly just on patrol for what graffiti artists and looters and things like well, that. Well, we're trying to catch a kid now named Ron, and he's uh, he has what? been uh, <laughs> yeah he's he's actually I mean I do have to give him credit. He has uh, been able to um. Uh, avoid us for a long time but we are gonna get you ron so he's still on campus despite the despite campus being closed and everything he's still hiding out somewhere on campus we're determining that uh we haven't seen him for a couple of days so we're we're trying to suss that out but um just he can rest assured that uh we will not give up and we will find you. Why do you want to find Ron exactly? Why do you need to bring him justice? You know, to justice. He's for a he is a serial abuser of the recycling system here at the school. Okay, I and is, is there any chance personally? I, I, no, Dean, listen to me here. I'm going to say this directly <laughs> to Ron. Okay, we have sure, seen man. you dispose of your hard plastic in a regular garbage bin. And we will find you. We will right. hunt you down and we will find you, Ron. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, on the off chance yeah. that Ron is uh, an avid listener of my 
very low rated podcast. Um, that's that message goes out directly to him. And uh, it does sound like you're very, you're very upset. And uh, uh, it seems like this guy's getting under your skin. Is there any chance that Ron just went home with everyone else when they canceled classes? We are trying to determine that. Like I say, Dean, I can't give away too much here. All, all I can say is, you know, we, we were able to track you down. Okay. Yeah. We were yeah. able to track you down. Uh, Me? we found out about this podcast. Uh, oh yeah, you did. Yeah. I, see, I wasn't going to say ratings. anything. I wasn't going to say anything to my listeners, but I, I did not book you. It was, uh, basically suggested very strongly to me by your firm that I book you on the podcast. Uh, but I'm, I'm having a great time. That. You're, you're just as good as any other guest. I appreciate that. As I say, it was, it was very difficult to find you because your ratings are so low, but we <laughs> did, we did find you. Um, yeah. and uh, here we are. Wow. So, um, so uh, I, I want to make sure we get Marty back in here too, because Marty, like, could, could you see, I always like to, uh, have a little cross pollination between my guests, if at all possible. And I'm just wondering, um, if you ever would have the need for some kind of private security firm like SafeRisk, uh, per- perhaps in the Malaysian jungle, for instance. I am liking what I'm hearing. I am sure. hearing <laughs> Thanks, commitment. Yes, I am hearing commitment. I am hearing dedication. I mean, I'm I'm already in my mind imagining you in even more tactical gear. But picture a right. jungle behind you. Picture a jungle uh, behind a, you. A real commando style thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah well, I'm into this. Yeah. Are you a good hugger? A ju- Hugging uh, makes me sl- uh, slightly uncomfortable, honestly. But okay. I am. Uh, you know, interested if there is any internal hiring um, to have a conversation. As I say, we do do security all over the world for all manner of clients, and uh, we'd be happy. I mean, hog oil. I was listening to your interview, Marty. I mm-hmm. had no idea I ingested so much palm oil. Oh, it's in my everything. goodness. It, it sure is. And it's yes. potentially causing major health problems to most of us uh, at, at this very moment, just because of the <laughs> <stuff that's in. laughs> we've all got our health uh, problems, right? We've all got them. We've all got them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's well, there's very little proof of that. Okay. Well, it's really exciting though that uh, that there might be some kind of crossover in your skill sets. Uh, I want to r- circle back here because um, you know I always like to talk to each person about a, a little bit of their hobbies, what they do when they're not at work. And it turns out uh, that Marty, you got a you 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 make your own dog biscuits by hand at home what, uh, what oh. got you into that look i have a stressful job mm. and uh i love my dogs so much and i was like how can i how can i really bond with them you know mm. and i'm shaking this box of treats and i'm looking at all this stuff on it right and i'm like why don't i make it myself right because actually like co- commercially bought dog biscuits actually have quite a bit of added sort of preservatives and oils and things in them right exactly a lot of added things so i'm thinking let's simplify it for my babies you know um get my hands dirty (laughs) you know uh and then make those biscuits and 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 i get a lot of satisfaction when i see them crunch down on those biscuits because i made those biscuits i love it yeah that's great that's great and um dion i uh it says here that you make art you whittle artisan flutes out of uh, out of wood you must wow. do that what on your downtime on when, when you're uh patrol on patrol or something or yeah well um you know uh when i'm doing uh surveillance and things are kind of slow i uh, mm. you know i have a lot of knives and uh it just sure. gives me a repertoire i can whittle with you know yeah yeah you gotta i mean especially i'm imagining with a lot of knives you have to be 
really uh, keep up their skills, right? And keep in practice uh, on how to use each one of them, right? Keep sharp. Keep sharp. That's what I say. Uh, keep your right. brain sharp. Uh. Keep your knives sharp. Hey, Dion, do you know what, uh, what, what there's a lot of in the jungle? Wood. What's that? Wood to whittle. Oh, wood to wood whittle. To whittle wow, with your knives. I love a whittle. I mean, there's a lot of wood uh, before you burn it all down, right? Yeah, but we want to give you a little playtime in the wood before we burn it down. Oh, that sounds magnificent. I yeah. mean, honestly, my flutes are beautiful. Can I just say, can I just yeah. plug my my uh, my online company here for my flutes? I, I see that you have your hand on your hip right now while you're asking me that. Is there something you're touching that... You know, I, I just, I have one here, actually, if... Uh, <laughs> If I could just play it. Okay, which is a, a menacing you. way you, you did it. I thought you were threatening me and you were, you were putting your hand on your gun, but that I see now that you have a, uh, you had a, a flute on your flute. hip. I, I have whittled this flute and it is sharp, but I will say. So are you I selling it or are you threatening me with it? I can't tell. <laughs> well, it's a little of both, uh, but I want to play it. I want to play it for you. Oh, you do? Oh, I would love that. You know what? Uh, here's what we're going to do. Uh, I, I'm going to read the end credits here, uh, Dion. And, and while I do that, I would love it if you just take us out by playing a little bit of your artisan flute over the end credits. Can you do that for us? Oh, I appreciate that opportunity. Dean, great, thanks great. so much. This has been and great. I, yeah. I thank both of you. Uh, l- let's do it. Go ahead. Um, that's all, about all the time we have for today on The Corporation. I want to thank my guests for speaking with me and our listeners for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. <laughs> And email me at deanardenfell at hotmail.com. And remember, Dean Ardenfell is not and has never... Oh, the dogs like it. Dean Ardenfell is not and has never been an employee of Hogsworth Cooper Media or any of its subsidiaries. Cheers. Who's those dogs? I'm, I'm, uh, Dean, I'm surprised by uh, the very narrow sound you're getting out of that, uh, <laughs> that flute. It's a really unique sound, isn't it? Thank you. Yeah, okay, great. Uh, it's beautiful. Maybe it could lead the villagers out of the forest. I <laughs> have always wanted to do that. Are, are you That's talking my about fantasy? Are you talking about reenacting the Pied Piper in the jungles of Malaysia? Oh, uh, there, Marty? <laughs> yes. You know what's going on? Yes. yes. Great. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Well, I've already read the end credits, so thank you guys so much, and I appreciate <laughs> you being with us today. Thank you, Dean. Wow. Thanks, Dean. Thanks so much. Corporation is a presentation of Unicow Media. Subscribe to hear new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. For more great stuff, follow The Corporation Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and check out thecorporationpod.com.